Welcome to OG Cats. This is episode two. I am your host, Red13, and I am joined here today with Xpool, KT the Wolverine, Ghost Wolf, and Big Man. Today we got a couple topics. <laughs> yeah, today we got a couple topics to talk to you guys about today. But first and foremost, if you would like to join the best gaming community around, you know what to do. Hop on over to patreon.com backslash obi one plays and become a sponsor. You can join us in all the gaming we do. You can also hop in on podcasts like this one. And for all you listening out there, if you have any questions or any topics you would like us to discuss, send an email over at red13ogc at gmail.com. It's R-E-D-X-I-I-I-O-G-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. All right. So, our first topic today, there is a new racing game coming out on March 26th for the Switch. It's called Xeon Racer, uh, and apparently it's set way in the future, and it looks like it's going to scratch that F-Zero itch that everyone has been waiting for, and yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. There's a trailer for it, and KT has actually brought this one to my attention. I didn't even know this was coming out. It looks pretty rad. So, what are your thoughts on a new racing game? I'm pretty hip on anything F Zero similar, uh, and I love racing games. So, I'm I'm excited for this, but I'm a little concerned because the release date is March 26th, which is, in my opinion, way too close to the release date for Yoshi's Crafted World, which is March 29th. Um, I don't know if that's going to spell danger for either one. Um, I'm betting Yoshi's Crafted World is going to do really well, but I hope that Xenon Racer does well as well. Yeah, I, I feel like Xenon Racer, since it's not a first-party title, it'll probably get swept under a rug a little bit because of you know the Yoshi hype, and Nintendo's going to be advertising that a lot. But yeah, yeah. this this game, Xenon Racer, still looks pretty dope. Um, I mean, you get to like drift through the streets of different cities and it's got like Tokyo and Dubai, but they're all set in the year 2030. So like, that's crazy. And it's got online multiplayer with championships. So like, this could be our next racing game here in the OGC, aside from Mario Kart. Which will be a really nice change of pace, as you all know. As you all know, we are all getting tired of uh, Lip Fruit winning every Mario Kart thing. And I've been winning right. an F Zero game for a long, long time. I have predicted yeah. one every time, along with my kid interest in Bayonetta. Bayonetta finally came true. Bayonetta. So, this was showing Nintendo that we make, we make, we like racing games, and we like space racers, and we like Captain Falcon. Please, Nintendo. Yeah, I was I was watching I a video. Like, I feel like this game's gonna. It might be like Fast RMX, where it comes out, everybody got it, and then it's gonna die off in like a week. It might, but yeah. if this game proves to be well with the online multiplayer, because that's the thing I didn't like about Fast RMX, it, it didn't have online. It, it was just split screen, yeah. sit on the couch. Well, it had online, and we played it in the OGC. It wasn't really too uh, right. good, in my opinion. I don't know. I probably didn't um, play much about, of it. About uh, Xenon, it's not Forza Horizon, um, but I think the Switch could use uh, some more futuristic racing games. Um, 
I think that'll yeah, just do nothing but, but boost their, their awesome library. Yeah, yeah, I've been saying that in OGC for <laughs> for months. Because I love my racing games, and it's just not a good one that's out there besides Gear Club. Yeah, and then V-Rally 4 just kind of fell off the map for the Switch. That I was asking Obi about that the other day. Like, when where is that game? I heard so much hype about V-Rally 4. But hopefully this game will... <laughs> it's actually coming out. <laughs> so... You know, and I yeah, used to and- love playing those Need for Speed games back in the day, customizing my car, you know, putting the NOS in everything. So, yeah, that's why I still hang on to them. I, I got most of the collection for the Need for Speed franchise. I go back to them every chance I get. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, so this only uh, bolsters my concern of it releasing so close to Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah, yeah. Want it to do well, but I don't see the point in releasing it literally three days beforehand. Um, since if they released it in February or even April, or if they pushed Yoshi back to April and put Xenon in March, sense to me that way it's like a monthly thing. Well, it spreads out the the games for Nintendo just a little bit. Yeah, but the thing is, it's 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 a third-party company, um, so Nintendo's really firm on their release dates, and I feel like it's similar to what happened with uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors came out, and then the very next week, Mario Odyssey dropped. So literally, I had to like play as much Fire Emblem Warriors as I could, and then when Odyssey dropped, Fire Emblem Warriors went on the shelf with its beautiful, you know, special edition I had. But I had to put that on the shelf, and I had to just sit there, and all my time was devoted to Mario Odyssey because, like, it was Mario. It was almost like Mario 64 all over again. I had to play that game. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yoshi's Crafted World looks like it's going to be a decent game. It's similar to Kirby Star Allies, where you can just drop in a a partner friend at any time. But I don't know if they're going to add any other playable characters. I'm, I'm really stoked for Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, I've been excited since I first heard about it. Um, I don't know, it just looks really cool. My most excited part about the game is that if you remember on the Wii U of Yoshi's World, War, they had all these amiibo skins. They had a Samus skin, they had a Mario skin if you um, use the amiibo. Oh yeah, I remember yep. that. And yeah. I really want to see my really skin Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, that would be I'm cool. So, I want to see my Isabel Yoshi. I want to see King Ru Yoshi. So I would like some Amiibo support. Yeah, yeah I, I was playing on, was... on a 3D action. It was good. Yeah, we haven't had Amiibo support in a game in a long time, um, excluding Smash, because of course everybody knew Smash Brothers. You were going to be able to use Amiibo since day one. But I mean, like yeah. another game that uses Amiibo. Yeah. Now, speaking of yeah, Ridley, um, there was a rumor by a retailer in the Czech Republic that apparently leaked the release date of Metroid Prime 4. I don't know if this is true or not. Um, they're saying it's going to come out November 2019. So, I, guess, I guess with this, is what what do you all want from this? Like, I mean, so long, we, we spent saying no months, like, what's your, like, what do you want from the game? Besides it being great, any features you want specifically, I guess? Uh, I, I mean, it depends where they go with the story. 
I doubt it's going to be a multiplayer game, um, just based upon the other Metroids. Or I could be wrong, they could somehow give us some way of multiplayer, but it better not be like Federation Force. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I would enjoy the story to be a bit more darker in this game. Because Metroid's always been in a more of a darker overtone, um, and I would like it um, to actually be like teen or mature, because it does apply itself to a more older audience. And I would like to see what it does, because... Um, Really is not family friendly. If you read, it's called a Metroid manga. It was released around the early 2000s. It yeah. was pretty brutal in like, in what it showed and like how really was. I remember it's the one thing really was striving to Samus after um her father blew up a ship, a ship in his face. How he ate everyone in the village to regenerate his body skin. Oh wow! Just to. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I ate your mother and father. They regenerated my skin. Maybe Please. my fingernails <laughs> your mother. And it was just a really sadistic, really. So, and I also, so I would like something like that, you know, have it be, maybe even voice acting for really. Like, I just enjoyed, like, I couldn't believe when I was younger. So you're saying you want this, this Metroid to be a rated M Metroid? Or at least teen, like, I want to see, like, the sinistry of Ridley. Does he... He was pretty sinister, and like a lot of people really loved that manga. Yeah, his reveal trailer for Smash was kind of sinister too. Like he just took out Mario and just had the hat. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I really, really, I am a brutal dude. I mean, he's sinister. He's sadistic. I would, and like seeing some of that sinister in like the Metroid, just like yeah, he's having that Guns and Roses. Um, I guess the main thing is. Also, what do you guys want it to be? A first-person shooter or a third-person shooter? I, I say both. Give us the option of what, what we want to, you know, do. And also, too, um, if it ever supports VR, I'll love to play Metroid in VR as well. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be something. Uh, there is a, a, a third-party company making that, like, VR headset thing where you slide the switch into. But, see, the thing is, there's no, like, content or software that makes it quote-unquote VR so I don't know if it's just like a strap you put to your head or if it's gonna have like lenses like a VR like you know those cheap VRs you put your phone in and then you watch whatever yeah. game or whatever like they'd have to develop some kind of like software or modes in these games to support it but that would be pretty dope um, but November 29th I don't know I I feel like that's just a placeholder date I don't know if that's for real um, well well, I mean, I think it, when we it's, get the Metroid thing, I think it's gonna be the 35th anniversary of Metroid. Which yeah. Is like three years. Cause they skipped. <laughs> they skipped it on Zelda. What? Sorry, but I mean, I, it just made sense. You know, 35th anniversary. Uh, they could probably release the Metroid Prime trilogy, the, the Metroid movie, with that actress you play Laura Croft. I can just see like the year of 35th anniversary of Metroid being a big year and I'm really pushing Metroid. See, that's what we all thought for the 30th anniversary, but it got overshadowed by Zelda. Yeah, but this time we actually have a game who's in development. True, true, that Finally. is true. <laughs> but I mean, we did get an E3 announcement, but you know Nintendo trying to keep things in the wraps. Now speaking of Zelda... Wait, that, that's a 3. Yeah. 
Speaking of Zelda, uh, uh, KT, you sent me an article saying that there's probably going to be either a sequel to Breath of the Wild or maybe there's another game already in development, you know, and... Yes, so it, yes, yes. Either way, I'm super excited. Um, be a, um, a sequel or just a spinoff of Breath of the Wild. I'm leaning towards a spinoff, um, but the bigger question is, will it be released for the 3DS or for the Nintendo Switch? I feel like they should stop releasing things for the 3DS at this point. I mean, they should. However, uh, the 3DS is still selling strong. Um, looking at the numbers, it's still selling big time in Japan. Um, yeah. Which is, it's it's beating out. Uh, I I could be wrong about this, but I think the last time I saw the numbers, it was beating out Xbox. Well, anything beats of, Xbox uh, in Japan. <laughs> yeah, in terms of sales. Even even in uh, the United States, I think it was beating out. I could be wrong, but I think that is what I saw. Yeah. My with the 3DS is that it feels like they're just making remakes for the 3DS at this point they're not really making any new games yes. so oh, I would re- oh. I, guess, I guess if it is a sequel I would love them to revisit Majora's Mask in some capacity in that game because they did have it in there and it'd be kind of cool was that kind of open word to redo my oh so you want like a, a, a proper HD remake of Majora's Mask didn't they have a, a well, remake? Because oh, they did a remake, maybe, but he's or, saying to make one more open world or like bring the character or, back or something. Or bring the character back or maybe revisit it. Oh, re- revisit the world. Way. Okay, yeah, like go back to Termina and see what the state of things are. Or, or just like have it be like in like in, have it be like Hyrule in the in the middle of being rebuilt, and then Majora comes back and starts causing some problems. Because I would love to see a post. Apocalyptic world where they're trying to rebuild, and then some enemy comes around to try and dig them out their weakness during their rebuilding stage. It's kind sounds of, like fan fiction. It's, <laughs> it, it, it sounds like Breath of the Wild. I mean, you had the whole if you if you yeah. played all the story parts and you put it together, they were thriving, and all the um I forgot what they're called, but the the things with the arms that you fight. They uh, uh um, they were part of the defense uh, force of the castle, and then Ganon came out and took over, and then it was all after that whole entire war while Link was sleeping, and then you wake up. But but, but, but <laughs> what I mean is, it's like after that because Zelda and Link they're trying to go around and rebuild now because this is after that they're trying yeah. to rebuild. They're as Ganon's gone, everything's safe now. So I would love to see. Oh, we're trying to rebuild. But like the Union Clan or whatever, they're they're trying to make like a comeback or something, you know. Mm. Follow the story of the Breath of the Wild, kind of like. Something something else that I was wondering about. I'm sorry to cut you off, man. Um, something I was wondering is if it does come out for the 3DS, could it also possibly be a port for the Switch? I doubt Uh, it, because you know that. Because you know that there is, you know, uh, Nintendo's just rampant with ports. Um, it is a possibility. To, just to tie over to the this big Legend of Zelda game, whatever comes after that. Um, I don't know. I'm still inclined that they 
I don't know what's going to happen. At most, I think they're going to do a remake. It's probably um, a remake or a 2D game. Like a top-down Zelda game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Top-down Zelda, if they did do anything for 3DS. Um, I don't think they would ever bring a top-down Zelda to the Switch. Because everyone who got the Switch got it for Zelda when it was announced that it was coming. I don't know, bro, because... It was a launch title. Things between the word was pretty good, and so... You know, you know, and I love both the 3D and top-down Zeldas. And I can just imagine the beauty of a top-down Zelda for the Switch, you know. I'm sure there's plenty of people who would try it out. Yeah. I, know. I, think, uh, I think they're just going to quit supporting the 3DS after this year. Yeah. This might be, this might be I it. So so I what, think so, too. What kind of Zelda would you want to see next, if, uh, Big Man? Um... I'll most likely just uh, another, um, like, a, like what Ghost was talking about, you know, some after Breath of the Wild, what happens afterwards? Does Ganon come back after everything? No, just some, some, or yeah. Just like, some new force coming, like, in the middle of trying to reestablish trust between the four, I guess, civilizations. Gotcha, gotcha. So you want you, you want to see basically a different villain aside from Ganon? Yeah, I yeah. want to see them maybe Majora's Mads or like someone like that who comes in and says, "Hey, they're trying to like rebuild Hyrule. I can't come in and try and destroy them in the middle of rebuilding. Hmm. I can I can take what Ganon did and use that to take over for myself." Gotcha. Well, I'd, to, I'd like to see a new villain. A new villain I sounds mean, good. I, I mean, I mean, the best time to strike is when the enemies read, and Zelda's pretty read right now. But I, I'm more inclined to think that they might give us a remake to hold us over instead of a uh, sequel this soon. Um, if they, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking remake or top-down Zelda first, then sequel. But I definitely think we're getting some kind of sequel because it kind of left us on a little bit of a cliffhanger to be solved the ghost and just said and Zelda said come on Link let's go so it was like I want to see like did something happen after that yeah I don't know if anything I would want Skyward Sword to be remade um because There's rumor about that too yeah because like that game in itself was really like it was good, but the thing that people didn't like was the way you fought enemies with the Wii Motion Plus. Like, if they could just change to where you, you just press a button, like in Breath of the Wild, and then, you know, make it nicer looking, redo the textures, or, like, take that game and run it through the Breath of the Wild engine and use those kind of graphics, that would be awesome. No, what I really... I don't know, I just think there's other games they can release, like Pitman 4, Kit Etris, like, I think we can win another year for a Zelda. Yeah, that is kind of true. Um, Zelda and Mario and uh, Smash literally kind of took these two years as, like, the top hype games, with a little bit of other games kind of sprinkled in between, you know, with your Super yes. Mario, your Mario Tennis. So... Like, it was strange that I was like, we just got Odyssey, then they announced Tennis, and then we get Mario Party. I'm like... Yo, that's like a lot of Mario. <laughs> yeah, so like Mario, Zelda, you guys can wait. 
Let's give me my let's give me my K Idris Uprising sequel. Let's give me uh. my Pikmin Four. Pikmin Four Nintendo. Yeah, Please. Pikmin Four was uh, announced and teased like a while ago. I know, I know. Like what's like what's that just hate Pikmin? Like what's going on with my Pikmin, man? Yeah. What's going on with Captain Armor? What's happening with my Red Pikmin Steve? True. As I called it when I was young. No, when I was younger, I um for some reason I said I'm gonna name every Pikmin color, so I called the Red Pikmin Steve. <laughs> and he was and he was just my a God. Like, I remember, um... You're dedicated to um, Pikmin. I've never played a no, bro, Pikmin game. Bro, bro, I remember when I was younger, um, there was this one enemy, like, it was a fire enemy, and I forgot about this one Pikmin. I came back later, and he killed the enemy all by himself. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you are a trooper, Steve? Steve, Steve the trooper. Wow. <laughs> Good Steve. Now. I, I, I him. Good job. Very, that, very just, proud that, just makes, that just makes me think of uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Steve! Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. Gross. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys... How do you guys feel about self-driving cars? I just think, I think, I just think nope. it'd be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I love I think they're dangerous because, like... I remember the first time I tested one, the car crashed into something because someone getting dumb on the rent like at the right time. I mean, hmm. I think so, they're cool. Oh, some humans are jerks. Right. Some humans do not wear around. Some people are just bad drivers. I mean, if we all follow the rules on the road, it, I think it'd be better. But like, a machine cannot think. In those human-like situations, like a human. Well, according we to the company Yandex, they have tricked out a Toyota Prius V that drives itself with a ton of sensors on it. And they were showing this off at CES, and they had people who were able to, to, to drive it. Like, they would sit in the back seat, and it would take them on, like, a half-an-hour loop around Las Vegas. And it was insane. It's equipped with iPad Pros that have um show you real time like what's all around you and sensors and everything like it looked pretty awesome um mkbhd on youtube did a, a video on it where he actually takes <laughs> the car ride himself and it's actually really cool like i can see it being used more for taxis you know like of where the car has a predetermined route like okay this is where this person needs to go and it just drives around the city all day doing those predetermined yeah. routes versus an everyday driving situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. My yeah I can, though, I can my see that though. too. Because, I think, uh, I think for like, one... No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think G-Mananiels will abuse that and, like, won't bother learning how to drive. Well, it's gonna be hating on Millennials. I'm a Millennial, <laughs> and I can honestly say that I can see some of it. Up, but Anthony, what, what are you doing to say? Well, I, I like it for one, I like tech. And Tesla right now is, um, you already know, you know, they, they have their self driving cars. And another thing, too, is good as far as like taxis or whatever, because uh, it can eliminate taxis. It can also, well, not really eliminate Lyft and Uber drivers, because I am a, a Lyft driver and I do, you know, take people to their destination. But maybe, you know, one of these self-driving cars might 
do the job better than what most people are doing on the road right now. So I, I think it's pretty good, but you just have to be careful. Yeah, I, I feel like this self-driving taxi would be good in like a bigger city. Um, but then again, you do have your Lyft, your Uber drivers, and your standard taxi drivers. So what this makes me think, yeah, this is cool. Like we have these self-driving cars and maybe like a specialty taxi service. But what about the people who are going to lose their jobs because of this? Like if these self-driving cars get, you know, way mass produced and they're everywhere, just kind of like how those like scooters that you can rent for a dollar and just go around town are like, that's crazy. You're going to lose a lot of people's jobs that way unless, you know, it's just kind of like a specialty thing. Maybe like a high-end hotel has it. Not necessarily every single taxi in town is a self-driving taxi. I don't know. So I don't like it. You still don't I mean, like it? <laughs> I mean, the problem like is it, it takes the way the human instinct. Like, I just don't know if a self-driving car will be able to think in the way of a human in a human cause accident yeah i mean like they, they said they have so many sensors on the car to where it can predetermine what's the best you know way to move around traffic if there's a person um walking in path but um they, they did have a guy in the passenger seat in the demo just in case something did go wrong so they kind of like pull the plug and then you know they could take over from there but I feel like that these the car itself only had a certain destination it was programmed to do, so like it wouldn't just drive anywhere. Yeah, like even with Tesla, um, even though it has self driving, you still have to. Tesla cars know that if you have your hands off the steering wheel and you're looking away, it'll take it off of um, self driving mode. So you know it, it is it does have the safety features as well. Oh yeah. That is true. I remember seeing about that. Um, now, there was another self-driving car. Uh, Linus Tech Tips did a video on one. This was, uh, I think, last year's CES. He took a test drive, but this car you put on a VR headset. <laughs> I know it sounds insane, but oh, you put on a VR headset. The car was driving itself, and the VR headset allowed you to see other things than what you actually were seeing. And the, the driver's seat could recline back, you know, so you could just kind of chill out like you're just like chilling at home but you're in a car that's driving all by itself which i don't know how i would feel about wearing a vr headset <laughs> while my car is mm. taking me to my destination a lot of nope 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 i just don't like not being in control of a machine a machine period I I can't really right now I can't put my words together for what I'm trying to say but uh, if people are smart enough to operate that type of machine then that's fine like a self-moving car that's great but I feel like there would be those people that would use it and there would be some kind of malfunction and then chaos um so i say um rather just leave things be i'm rather old-fashioned that way uh i'm not really i'm not really uh, a big tech person but um devil's advocate you see the benefit 
of it um as far as you know it being a taxi maybe in bigger cities maybe not around uh places with water because <laughs> yeah. then i could see it being like i robot and and then everybody just takes over all the machines take over and then it turns into terminator oh my goodness i'm of course yeah, joking because, but um, because, yeah um, no it's funny you mention that because um a few years back these people made this like machine program with all these like phrases from movies and stuff and um, they were showing it off and randomly out of nowhere without being told to a program to it said all of you will be in my people zoo i've seen that so, yeah, I've seen so, that. So, I've seen that. And, and, and then they all started laughing, and I'm just sitting here like, burn the machine, was, um, burn the machine, Sophia. stomp it, throw it in the river, throw it in the river, have it drown, and blow it with TNT. Uh, everybody starts laughing, and then the machine goes, I didn't say a joke. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not doing a no zoo. I'm not doing a no zoo. I might be called a wolf, but I'm in no zoo. Yeah, that was that no. a, that AI robot. Um, I don't know why they're trying to make an AI robot. It's it's just weird. So many, and they're so um, scary. And, and I remember no. the other one. Like there was two my like, machines. I think on Facebook who were like programmed to communicate. Within a couple like weeks, they made their own language. Yeah. They yep. found a human language. Was yes, and they were saying and, they um, were other... they were making a plot or something. Yeah, and like these other ones. Um. We're talking about how he was going to take over and loot your weapon. I'm going to take over and loot your bomb and fire it. There's, I'm like, this is no, what... <laughs> no, no. This is what I'm thinking. So imagine, imagine if these smart cars could talk to each other. Legit, it's going to be Transformers. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Except Bro, they're going to turn into the Decepticons, and then it's going to be all over. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let's I'm just done. hope nobody <laughs> from the nether realm jumps in to destroy us or to come in and recruit us to the <laughs> ultimate Mortal Kombat tournament because today we got that Mortal Kombat announcement. Let's go. Oh man, I was so hyped for this announcement. Like I was, I was working and then I pulled over in my car Stop delivering orders for a little bit. Just watch the stream. Obi was streaming it. I was hyped. It was amazing, but I was disappointed at the same time because they they showed off this awesome collector's edition. They said it, you know, collector's edition get the beta access, but they not once said anything about hey, beta access coming to Nintendo Switch or hey, collector's edition also available for Nintendo Switch. I mean, come on. Like we're pre-ordering the game too, but we can't get a beta and we can't get a collector's edition that comes with the, the cool, awesome mask of Scorpion. Like, that's not even right, anything right. pertaining to the game. That's a that's a collector item. You know, I'm buying the game. Not, Let me get a collector item too. Not, not only that, they didn't even talk about um you know a release date for the Switch. Yeah, because they, I know um from afterwards. Yeah, but at the Game Awards, they announced Mortal Kombat, and um if you looked on the website, it said it was coming to Switch. So everybody was like, oh my god, Mortal Kombat's coming to Switch as well. This is gonna be great, but then the whole reveal, we saw no gameplay of what the Switch version looked like, and then there was a rumor. There's people saying that in the UK websites are saying it's it's gonna be delayed. Like, they're just like this is a company that hasn't had a game on Nintendo since Armageddon on the Wii, and it's just like 
like we're getting a game finally, but you don't show us anything. Like we, you my, got fans here too. <laughs> my thing is like they see that the Switch is doing that. Like, we have retailers who once said the Switch should never sell 20 million in one year, saying it's very, very possible now, and you're still not getting it. Like why aren't these companies putting these games on? You should be able to understand. Hey, there's plenty of room for this. No, bro, I did not like the Mortal Kombat reveal. Again, I felt it was kind of lackluster. They didn't really show off that many new characters. Um, I was kind of, I was, you know, my thing, I was kind of thinking, like, it'd be cool for custom eyes of characters where you can make your own custom character. Yeah, they showed that off. That looked amazing. Like, well, not really making your own character, but each character had... Um, yeah, that was stuff awesome, you can that customize, you know, thing. like their weapons. They even got it so detailed, like Scorpion's spear. When he throws, you know, get over here, you can change that to what it looks like differently and whatnot. Um, the game looked beautiful. Like all the fatalities. Uh, Sonya Blade being voiced by that uh, that pro wrestler was pretty interesting. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Like, like stuff like that. Like they, they were doing a whole lot of things right, but when it came to the fans from Nintendo. They did not show us any love or anything. And part of me uh, thinks, you know, like everybody, oh, well, maybe the Switch version's delayed. Or maybe the Switch can't handle it. Or, you know, like, whatever. But then part of me also is thinking the other side. Nintendo has not given us our January Direct. Maybe Nintendo said, hey, NetherRealm, Mortal Kombat, like... Yeah, you announced that we're gonna be on, we're gonna have you at Game Awards, but we want to have a special thing for you guys when we do the direct. That that's that's the like you know the optimistic side of me is thinking, okay, maybe Nintendo's got something cooking in the background. They're gonna show us Mortal Kombat 11 at the direct, and then right after Mortal Kombat, you'll see the logo. It'll say X Smash Brothers Ultimate, and then Sub Zero's in Smash. And that'll, Scorpion or Scorpion. Yeah, that would be the ultimate be <laughs> thing to happen, but I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> we can would be pretty dope. Bro, I'm still hoping on Doom Guy for Smash. Like, it just seems like this is an ironic thing. I heard someone talking like Doom Guy's mechanic could be um, he's very heavy on long range weaponry, but in order to recharge your, um, your like, guns and stuff, you gotta go both friends and do melee attacks. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping for Goombai. I'm hoping for Scorpio. I'm hoping for Ninja Gaiden. I'm hoping for. <laughs> it's an interesting list there. So um, uh, how how many Mortal Kombat games have you played, Ghost? Um, I played a little bit of S. I didn't really own a PlayStation or S box at the time. Gotcha. You play any of the classics? Because so, I, I used classics, to play three on the Genesis. Um, this, I, this is, I'm not a big fighting game fan, this is actually my first own like, Mortal Kombat game. Wow. Well, it, this is the best looking one. <laughs> I can say yeah, the least. I'm, I'm glad they brought oh, back a lot of characters. On the same game, bro. Yeah. Still, still trying to get into the fighting game community. Yeah, I, Sorry, I know me, um, uh, personally, I'll probably end up getting it on PS4 and Switch. Because Switch is convenient to just travel, practice combos on. And then PS4, if I want to sit down and use my arcade stick and make make the screen look nice with blood and fatalities. <laughs> Fatality. Bro, I want to see. My thing was like, 
they can't really show off that many new characters. Well, yeah, they, they're they're gonna wait because they they're gonna reveal one at that podcast thing coming up on the twenty something. The guy said, and like I I just know this game is oh my gosh the story mode that they showed off. Oh, it's gonna be mode so good. Probably looks, probably looks like my mode in that game because I'm playing it like story mode. Yeah. Um, Big man, are you really into Mortal Kombat or? Uh, I mean, I played it a little bit when I was a kid, uh, you know, growing up uh, for the PS2, and then I played X. I'm, I'll probably end up getting it. I'll probably end up getting it for the PS4 just because, you know, it comes out on that day, and I'm not sure if it's going to come out for the Switch. But I'm going to definitely double dip if it does come to the Switch on time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, what, what oh, system are you getting jumped for, Sohan? Uh, um, is it coming to the Switch? I'm going to get it for the Switch. If not, then I'm getting it on PS4. Um, right now, the beta is... Um, I downloaded the beta, but only thing you can really do is just customize your character. You can't really play online yet. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Obi, do you hear that? PS4. <laughs> PS4. Yeah. The, jump, I feel like Jump Force, Mortal Kombat, and... Uh, I don't know if there's any other like fighting games coming out that are big this year. I mean, I most high for Jump Force. I just I'm I'm, a side, I'm I'm saying more for Jump Force than I am Mortal Kombat at this point, just because they're not laying me down on Swiss. They're not laying me down on things. They have a nice plethora of characters on it, and it's like yeah. I just wish Jump Force had some of the classic characters that they used to have in the other Jump games. I'm, well, you know, I want my Yo Asakura from Shaman King. Like, come on now. He hasn't been in a jump game since uh, the what the DS Jump Superstars or All Stars. Like that. Uh, I'll dream. So many games where people want fighting characters from all their favorite stuff in, and it's just hard to get everybody. <laughs> yeah, we we all we all can be Smash Ultimate now. Yeah. Well, we still have four more characters on in Smash, uh, but yeah, lots of crazy things. Also, recently, Bandai Namco did a reveal. They did a live stream, and they were talking about new DLC for Dragon Ball Fighters. And they said the warrior from Universe Eleven is said to be coming, and that is not other than my boy Jiren. Like, if you've watched Dragon Ball Super and you know who Jiren is. This is some amazing news that they're hinting towards. I hope it's Jiren. Uh, I don't want any other like characters from Universe 11. They're ah, the Pride Troopers, boo. But Jiren what? would be awesome. What, and what, then what, what oh, was his name? What, Topo? Nah. I kind of like him at the end. They like they're probably gonna release Jiren and Ultra Instinct Goku at the same time, just so we can have that matchup. But they did say that the DLC character pack two was coming, so we're gonna have a second season of DLC characters for the game. So. Hopefully we'll get more reminder, Dragon Ball Fighters in in the OGC. Reminders to anyone who forgot. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, Broly the movie is out now in theaters, so anyone who wants to go see that. Oh yeah, that's Dragon Ball Super Broly reminder, movie. Do you remember Broly the Grandma Super movie is out now in theaters, so this is your chance. And it's next Wednesday, I believe. Yep, it's going to be amazing. Thursday, so, uh, just a, just a reminder to you guys. <laughs> See my my stuff Tuesday. Don't now, spoil it. Now, Bandai Namco also announced that they are going to be making a 
action RPG set in the Dragon Ball Z universe. Which I hope it's different than what they did with Dragon Ball Z universe. Like, if this is a true RPG, like action RPG, I don't want it to play like Xenoverse. I'd, I'd rather it be something different. Um, so, it's interesting that they say RPG because on the 3DS, there was a Dragon Ball RPG on Made by Monolith Soft. It was, from my heard, it was actually pretty good. And, like, I saw some gameplay, and it's not. And it led up all the way for the Saiyan Saga. So, I would love a Dragon Ball RPG. Like, making it like turn based or making it acid based. Then you have your own character. I'm just a static for Dragon Ball RPG. I'm a huge RPG fan. And Dragon Ball. Man, this, this is a dream come true for me. Yep. Big man, you got the Dragon Ball um, profile picture. How do you feel about the new DLC or a possible Dragon Ball RPG? Um. Oh no. If it's, it, I mean, if they're trying to base it off of uh, like uh, Xenoverse, then I mean, I mean it'd be decent. I, you know me, I end up watching. I, I love me Dragon Ball. Anything Dragon Ball related, I'm end up, I'm all for it. And uh, I'm glad they're actually trying to add some DLC to the fighters because they. I don't understand why Bendai is supporting uh, Universe more than fighters, but fighters is what where it is, especially with like tournaments and stuff. Yeah, like they're still they're still supporting Universe too for some odd reason. We're still getting DLC for that, but we're not getting anything else for fighters. So well, they just announced. That we're getting Universe Eleven uh, character, and they announced the uh, the Fighters Pass Two is coming out. Who else would you want for DLC for um, Dragon Ball? Game? Oh, Ultra Instinct Goku, first of all, Jiren, and then ah, uh, I don't know, Mystic Blue Vegeta. Yeah, probably the or the red version of Vegeta. The wait, who was Kalen Kalifa's fusion form? Who was that? Yeah, um, ah, I forgot the name of the fusion, but. That would be those two characters would be awesome. And some throwbacks, maybe they maybe they might put Brawly in because of the movie, um, and whatnot. Bro, I want, I want. Um, well, we, we already have Brawly. What am I talking about? I was thinking maybe like yeah, an alternate Yoshi skin. In the game, bro. I want to see Master Yoshi, but he he surprised me during the power tournament. So, like he absolutely surprised me. Like he was one of my favorite parts. Cause I was. Well, yeah. I finally saw why he was called a master. Well, he can't die. He drank this. Uh, immortal stuff back in Dragon Ball so that's why he's so old but yeah um pretty uh, much that's I, um, I, I would say that speaking of die out when um the pyramid of power going on I actually mo- for a moment thought um Master Rosie was throwing a die and that was gonna be the big event yeah that caused Goku you go Master Racing I I, I still kind of want to see um Yosh Master Rosie guys that's a big part of Goku's life and if you guys been astral means and that that could mean a lot for Goku. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't want to spoil the show for anyone who hasn't seen that far. <laughs> but yeah, so pretty much that's all that's going on with Bandai Namco and Dragon Ball. Um, yeah, it's pretty good good topics we had here tonight, guys. Um, so if you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast, don't forget patreon.com backslash Obi-Wan plays. Become a sponsor, hop in on podcasts just like this one. Come game with us. We're all here. And if you have any questions or any articles you want us to talk about, 
The web the email address is red thirteen ogc at gmail.com. That's R E D X I I I O G C A S T at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. This is Red Thirteen, your host. Peace.